Hello, lovelies, and welcome to another edition of LGBT in the Ring, your rainbow bastion for all things pro wrestling. I am your host, Brian Bell, here with you once again on the Outsports Podcast Network, and we have a, uh, a bittersweet one in store for everyone today. Obviously, um, if you uh, pay attention to the Pacific Northwest pro wrestling scene up here, you would have seen the news this week that Without a Cause Wrestling out of Everett, Washington, um, is closing its doors this Sunday, December 4th, at their uh, their what is now their series finale, uh, House of the Dragon. Um, and obviously that there's a lot of reasoning behind that decision from from the crew up there from Max Dave and Chris. And and luckily we were able to have Max Zaleski, one of the original co-founders of the company, who you know recently returned um, earlier this year to to the company for its last like six months or so, also part of the team that helped put together Cascadia um, up there back in September, um, and and he you know he volunteered to sit down and just kind of talk about the process of coming to the decision to end whack on Sunday and a lot of the, uh, the issues, triumphs, bright spots, things they might've done better missteps that, uh, that whack did along its four year journey here that ends this weekend. Uh, it's a candid conversation about these things and, uh, also a little bit of a celebration of what whack was and, and what the final night of whack will be there up in Everett on Sunday. You know, I personally am bummed to see a, a bright, um, awesome company like WAC up here in the Pacific Northwest go by the wayside. I understand the reasons behind it. You know, like nothing can ever last forever um, in that way. But uh, it does leave a, a hole in the region a bit, you know, especially considering that it's one of the, if not the only, at least stateside, the only um, LGBTQ led promotion in the region right now. Um, obviously up in the Vancouver area um, and, and up in Canada, you have Boom Pro Wrestling and Dusk Pro Wrestling that are uh, killing it in, in their uh, young existence so far. But down here, um, whack is it in, in terms of LGBTQ leadership of a promotion. And, um, you know, it's... It's sucks but i mean loss sucks and it's important to focus on as as max has said online like focus on the times we had the good that came out of whack and and the legacy of what it is and when you know we get into that in our conversation as well so um yeah i'm gonna be in the building on sunday because if WAC is going to go out, I want to be there when it does. Because I'm sure it's going to be a banger. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, let's get to my conversation with Max Zaleski. What's up, guys, gals, and non-binary pals? Welcome back to LGBT in the Ring. I'm very pleased to have as my guest this week someone who's been on the show multiple times, but we've never actually had him on where he is the focal point of of the show. Uh, of course, one third of the team behind Cascadia, but most importantly for the timing of this show, 
um, one third of the team behind Without a Cause, who is having their final show, their series finale. Please welcome Max Zaleski to the show. How are you doing, Max? I am doing great. Happy Tuesday, my friend. I yes. hope that you are well. I am doing well. I am doing good. I I hope you are doing just as good, though, considering the week that you have ahead of you. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, for, for those of you who, who haven't heard uh, or, you know, don't follow on, on socials or, or whatever, or you randomly skip the first 30 seconds of the podcast, um, <laughs> Without a Cause is, uh, is, is leaving the wrestling industry. Uh, we are... We are packing it up. We're calling it. Uh, we are. We're going out on our back, looking up on the lights uh, on December fourth. Ho- uh, House of the Dragon uh, will be our final final show after uh, thirty six successful events. Uh, we have called. We have decided to uh, to go ahead and 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 call it quits uh, uh, due to a myriad of reasons, and and I'm sure that we'll we'll discuss a, a few of them here. Uh, but we are, we are, uh, amongst, uh, Dave and Chris and myself, we are, we're ready to, we're ready to, to go ahead and, and let without a cause kind of, uh, uh, go, go the way of, uh, go the way of the dinosaurs. Mm. I mean, I will say, uh, whenever I heard the news from, from you a, a day or so ago that this is going to be the final show, uh, it, it took me by surprise. I mean, because y'all were coming off of a, you know, what appeared to be a, a really fun and and successful uh, sh- uh, four year anniversary show at Year Four, um, headlined by Kita Max the Impaler, um, and obviously you know Cascadia was was a moment there in in that building as well. But um, what were some of the, the factors that that led to this decision? We can get into like your personal like mm-hmm. role in, in this decision first before we like kind of talk more about where Chris and, and Dave are at or where you, all three of y'all are at as a collective. But for you, like what kind of made this decision feel right? Um so this isn't the first time that without a cause has been on the uh bib has been on the ropes, uh uh, you know. I think every company uh, has these bouts of, of it's not even like low ticket sales or uh, morale or whatever. It is, it is every every company goes through uh, a fundamental shift in their product, and unfortunately, we have done, we have done so many shifts that it's it's no longer uh, feasible to try to stay a path um, long enough to make things happen. Um, and that's, that's not on any one of us. It is, it is just the nature of the beast, right? Uh, pro wrestling uh, and independent wrestling uh, specifically is, uh, you know, you, you have so many ups and downs. Um, you know, you have the, the high of the show and then the next week you are battling the, oh man, okay. So this is what we need to do for the next show. And, but there's not really enough time to like, look back and like reflect on, on, uh, on, on the show that you had. And I personally am, am 
I'm tired. I'm tired. Well, okay. So I, I am tired. Uh, you know, I, I left, I left wrestling. I came back. Uh, I told Chris and Dave that, you know, let's give it six months. It's been about six months. Uh, you know, we've ran four shows since I've been back, uh, Cascadia being one of them. And while they're all, you know, extremely successful and everything, um, the, the, the hype and, and morale, uh, is, is just not there anymore. And, uh, I, I don't, we all came to a, a decision that, that we all don't know how to fix that. And I don't have the time or energy that I did in 2018 when we started without a cause to re to rebuild in, in this world of wrestling that we're in, uh, back in 2018, there were less companies around. Uh, there was a lot more hype in Washington about, about, uh, wrestling to begin with. Um, and now that we are not, you know, spending $10,000 a show or, you know, we never did, but because we're not spending that that amount of money uh, to bring in the four or five or six hundred people uh, to to continue those shows, um, and because we didn't have a a uh, a built in um, a, a built in Seattle fan base, uh, I think Everett is just a tad too far for Seattle people uh, uh, to make a night of it, uh, uh, and that's absolutely fine. And we we've had discussions about like what if we go to Linwood or which is, you know, between Everett and, and Seattle or uh, all that good stuff. But I wanted to build something in Everett. We built something in Everett. I'm very, very happy with where, where we were, where we've done and all the shows that, that we've done and the, the hundreds and hundreds of wrestlers, crew and referees that we've had come through our doors. When you when you say the the there's been this shift in in morale and and hype, um, are you kind of speaking to just like around the company or in like the like the the talent or the region specifically? Like what what do you feel is like contributing to to that change in morale from 2018? COVID. Um, mm. I think I I I truly think that if if COVID was only a thing for a month or two and companies only lost one or two, you know, what, what, one or two shows that a lot of places would be much, much higher in terms of, uh, status. And, uh, that, that is 100% the, 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 the answer for without a cause, uh, you know, we, we were on a, uh, we, we were on a path where we would needed, we, we would have needed to find a new, a new venue. Uh, because we were we, we were uh, without a Causehausen was uh, twenty tickets away from selling out in March of 2020. Uh, Fool's Gold in in that April, uh, you know, we had announced the name and the tickets, and we had sold 95 tickets uh, with no with with the only person being announced was Ky was uh, Kylie Ray. Uh, so it was getting to the point where we we were hitting on all cylinders. Everything was going. Um, and unfortunately COVID hit. And while our shows, our first couple shows back were incredible. Um, I think that socioeconomics uh, aside, people 
have less money to go and do things. So when they go and do things, they're going to choose a show that's bringing in larger names. Um, and that's completely fine. I, I would rather go see, uh, you know, John Moxley and everybody versus, uh, a show that has, um, you know, if, if you're, if you are only a wrestling fan and not, uh, like a wrestling connoisseur, uh, 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 you know, there's, there's such a, a, a big distinction between casual fan, hardcore fan, indirect, independent wrestling fan, et cetera. And I just don't think that the, uh, you know, I, I don't think that the crowds, uh, uh, show that, uh, that, that, that delineation. Uh, but we've done, we've done our fair share of, of mistakes as well. We've, we've stumbled left and right, and all of that. So it, I'm, I'm not blaming anybody. It is, it is just a fact of life. <laughs> well, I mean, everybody makes mistakes. Nobody is ever going to have a perfect record when it comes to these things, you know, especially starting something from the ground up, like, like y'all did with, with whack back then, you know, so that makes total sense. And it's just a matter of like, what mistakes can you weather and how those, those mistakes play into the environment that you're in. Cause like you mentioned that the, kind of Seattle area, the the I guess you could consider Tacoma in there as well with SOS, mm-hmm. but like the that that area of Washington, the wrestling scene has changed a lot since WAC started. Like how how would you define that change and and how it impacted WAC? I as like as 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 much as places like Defy and SOS are having banger shows and everything. I just feel that there is there is less of a less of a showcase out here than there was pre pre COVID. Pre COVID, the Pacific Northwest was the place to be. Uh, every show was was doing gangbusters. Every show was being watched by thousands of people online, in person, etc. Nowadays, you know, you you hear. You know, and it's, you know, it's, it's on us too. Like we, we, we put out some, some incredible matches that just didn't draw. And I, and I have no idea why, uh, you know, matches that, that we all thought were going to, to sell, to sell out the shows, right. Uh, you know, show matches that I would have gone and seen, like Nick Wayne and and Alex Shelley or Alex Shelley and Daniel Makabe, a match two and a half, three years in the making. Uh, I, I, I don't know if it, if we didn't market it correctly. I don't know if, if it was wrong place, wrong time. I don't know if it was purely because it was after COVID and people were still a little inky. Like there's a lot of factors, but I, I can tell you that after, after August and September last year, when, when we came back, I, I felt there was a fundamental shift. And like also from, from the other shows in the area, I, I just felt less hype. Uh, this isn't to, 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 to say that the shows are bad. I'm saying that there is, is I hear a lot of shows from like the East Coast and the Midwest. Uh, and I stopped getting those kinds of messages after COVID uh, that, oh yeah, hey, man, I heard Defy is doing this, or hey, I, I heard that uh, you know, uh, you know, I heard that Whack is doing this. That's really, really cool. Um, so I just feel that there was a lot less mouths speaking nice words or words in general uh, about um, about the Pacific Northwest. 
you feel like maybe the fact that some of those companies got to kind of come back sooner based off of, you know, how the precaution, not to say that the precautions around COVID needed to be lax or anything, because by no means did they. I'm, I'm supremely happy with how Oregon and Washington handled that for the most part from from a health perspective. But do you feel like the fact that other companies got to come back earlier in the pandemic versus um, companies in, in our neck of the woods up here, um, do you feel like that played into it as well? I think... I think on a grander scale, for sure, um, that the the uh, you know you have you have GCW and ICW and and all these shows in the Midwest or Texas or Florida where maybe the 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 laws and the rules and everything weren't weren't as uh, you know weren't as um, weren't as strict because uh, I I you know I don't hear. I don't hear much about California either. So like, and California had pretty strict uh, COVID guidelines as well. So I think that, I think that is a, a pretty big, you know, a pretty, a pretty big indicator of, of just, of just how tough COVID was on the Pacific Northwest wrestling scene. And I think West coast in general, uh, uh, you know, the shows that are, are running now, you know, they have great shows but it's definitely not as hyped as it used to be. Now, earlier you mentioned that like the company has kind of seen these various like fundamental shifts in terms of presentation and product, that sort of thing. What, what do you, what do you mean by that? Like, like how would you define that for people that maybe, you know, just started watching whack in like the last year or, or weren't there for like day one, um, mm-hmm. how would you kind of define those shifts? I always wanted to be bare bones. Um, I am, I'm a big fan of, of minimalism. I am a big fan of what PWG did at Reseda. Um, the, Hey, if you're not here, you kind of missed out, you know, maybe we'll throw a DVD out or, or whatever. Um, uh, historically though, we do book a lot more women than they do. So that was nice. Uh, but yes, agreed. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think I think the 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 shifts in wanting wanting to do more and more and more and more and more and never really letting up or letting something breathe. Um, where whereas we we I think that we got too big too quick and then COVID happened and then we thought oh man. Let's just get back to where we were, and and go off of there. And that that didn't work. Uh, you know, our our August show was huge. It was supposed to be bigger, um, but all you know, our August twenty twenty one show, uh, our our return show with Danhausen and and Danny J and all that, it was supposed to be much bigger. Um, and then our September show, uh, you know, we 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 had a great showing. Um, but we didn't, we didn't have like a, a Dan Housen level, you know, mega star on the show. Uh, but, uh, not to say that they're, that, that those are bad shows. It's just when, when you are building, uh, and you, when you are, when you are bringing in talent, the, 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 the crux, of, the crux of it is you have to, you have to, uh, make sure that you are, uh, uh, confident 
that your fan base will come to a show with less, you know, with less star power. And we had 25 or 30, 40 uh, fans in the area who have moved, who have moved away from the area. Um, and those are fans that have always come to the show. Uh, so when, when you, when you lose a third or, you know, a fourth or whatever of your typical gate, uh, it's tough to, it's tough to fill that. Um, and, uh, that was all, you know, that was all after we came back from COVID. No, I mean, I mean, there are a lot of struggles coming out of that period, I feel like, and, and it does, it does suck that like, you know, you want to bring in like these bigger names to, you know, have that, have this, the star power on the show while also like featuring the, the locals and as well as mm-hmm. the homegrown people coming through Dragonplex on these shows. But it, it also, and, and we've had this discussion, you know, off, off air, I think multiple times about like, you know, how that colors audience expectation and, and, was that something that that y'all kind of ran headlong into after that after the comeback? Yeah, and and you know one of the one of the big things uh, that that I I was always a a fan of was making sure that we we showcased local talent, uh, which you know for for the longest time wasn't a thing out out here. Um, so when, when we were showcasing, you know, local talent or local talent versus names or from people, you know, people from outside of the, you know, outside of the area, uh, I thought that we could have kept it going. Um, and then unfortunately that is right around the same time that I started falling out of love with wrestling. So does it all, you know, does, does it all stem back from, from me leaving? I mean, there's there there is a there is a a a hearty a hearty bowl of probably uh that uh that the the uh the upcoming closure of without a cause is partially due to my leaving last year and just never recovering from what that meant uh and that's not an ego thing that is that is a that is a fact yeah, was, that was going to be my next question. Actually, was like how that decision and that that period where you were gone kind of factored into this as well, you know, um, because you know it it came as a in the same way that this announcement came as a shock. It came as a shock last year whenever you said you were like whenever you were leaving the company, um, and then you kind of saw like the fanfare that came whenever you came back as well. Like nothing like. And this isn't anything with with Chris or Dave, like both solid, solid dudes, solid guys um, at the, you know, in leadership roles there. But it just felt like a lot of people saw you as the spirit of WAC in a lot of ways. And whenever you left, like possibly that could have affected people's view of, of WAC in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's no, you know, it's, 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 it's no shock or surprise uh, to, to anybody that I, I never wanted, I never wanted it to be that way. I, I never wanted it to be that I needed to be there for the show to continue. Uh, I was, you know, we very rarely did we put myself 
on on shows. I think uh, uh, I was on shows twice in thirty five shows, uh, and uh, like in an actual an actual you know on screen role, quote unquote. Um, but I think that just the just the amount of work that that I did uh, and the one who was posting on Twitter or, you know, engaging with the community and all that good stuff. Like that's not Dave and Chris's strong suit. And they, they completely, you know, they, they are completely aware of that. And that is why, you know, they, they uh, uh, originally had asked me to come back. So it's, it is for sure that, that a, that, that me coming back was a positive. Uh, but I don't know if that was enough to, um, I don't know if that's and that that was enough to keep to keep it going. I I think that maybe the. I think that maybe we went a a year longer than than we had ought to, uh. But uh, ultimately, I'm I'm glad that we got through the shows that we did, uh, and brought in the 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 crew of people that 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 we did over the last year and and really put some out put some matches on the cards that will be uh, remembered. Uh, fondly uh and and the 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 careers that we've helped and the people that we've helped launch and the and the, the students that have helped all that good stuff yeah i do want to get to that because like in the wake of this announcement there's been an outpouring of of uh love and admiration from you know talents in the scene people that you know were previously highlighted on whack as well as fans but bef- before we get to that though i just have to ask like where are Chris and Dave's heads at in when it comes to this decision right now? And like, obviously, like you can't like a hundred percent speak for them, right. but but you have you've been in the you've had conversations with them around this. So I'm just curious, like, wh- where are their heads at? It, uh, you know, it came it came pretty quick, honestly, over the last three three or four days. Because uh, we had got a we, we we had got a message from from a talent that said that they were in the area uh, for January, and so I saw you know I sent them a message you know I sent Chris and Dave a message about hey uh, this guy shot us a message he's in town like what do we want to do anything and then we all started talking about like oh well we might want to like take a month off or 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 whatnot uh, just to uh, you know. holiday time shows kind of suck and and the show would have been like early january so i'm like i don't know if people want to want to come back directly to a show a week after uh january 1st so you know it you know there there was a lot of that but also i think that that there's a lot of spinning of the wheels you know they they've been there for the entire time uh, and, uh, they, they were there for the shows that drew 40 people. Uh, and that's, that's a morale hit. Uh, so, uh, and I'm not saying that this show is, is drawing bad. I'm, I'm saying that, that I think that they're just like everybody, they get tired. And, uh, finally, this is the, you know, this is a good, as good a time as any to, to, wrap it up and start, you know, start thinking about the future. You know, there's, you know, there's, uh, uh, work schedules, uh, in, in play, there's real life struggles that are going on and, and all that good stuff that, uh, you know, 
once again, no, no, nobody cares that if people have struggles or that your schedule, you know, your work schedule goes, goes wrong because you are providing a product. Uh, but if we can't, if, if we can't live up to the product, then we don't, you know, we don't feel like, uh, uh, a continuing and, and putting out, you know, half-assing something that should be whole-assed. <laughs> no, I can, I can understand that sentiment. Uh, yeah. Like you don't, you don't want it to become a shell of what you, of the idea that you had at the beginning before you're able to close the book on your own terms in a way. Right. All right, Jens. Thank you so much for tuning into LGBT in the Ring. Uh, we'll get right back into the thick of things, but I do want to take a pause real quick and say thank you to some amazing people that make this show as rad as it is. Starting off with Daniel Quasar, the Progress Pride Black designed by Daniel Quasar is a product of Progress Initiative. You can find out more at quasar.digital. A big thank you to Sarah in the Safe Word for the show's theme song, Formula 666, off the album Red Hot and Holy. You can find them on Twitter at STSW Band, and you can check out their music on both Spotify and Bandcamp at sarahinthesafeword.bandcamp.com. Um, check out independentwrestling.tv for the best in current and classic independent pro wrestling, including live events from top independent promotions worldwide. Uh, you can use our promo code LGBTRingPod or visit tinyurl.com slash IWTVLGBT and peruse their entire library uh, over there at independentwrestling.tv. Once again, promo code LGBTRingPod or go to tinyurl.com slash IWTVLGBT check out that service uh, you can follow the show on twitter at lgbt ring pod you can follow me on twitter at wonderboy otm and if you're into video games definitely check out my video game news show the mr video game super show i co-host that with uh, twitch streamers slacker kite and lady Merwin every monday at 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific over on twitch.tv slash dead sun entertainment uh, it's your weekly roundup of gaming news, uh, and it's always a blast. So once again, check that out every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, over at twitch.tv slash Entertainment. Sun like the star. We'll be right back with more LGBT in the ring. No, I mean, it, it checks out. It makes sense. And, and I would argue, like, to get to, like, the, the response to the announcement, like, just based off of what I've seen on social media, um, it feels like WAC really did have a special place in a lot of people's hearts, you know, whether it be talents like like your current champion, Kita, your former champion, Chris Bay, um, seeing the the message from Daniel Makabe, uh, uh, like uh, not to mention, you know, Num a number of fans, a number of sponsors. Alex Shelley, like Eric Alex Stevens, Shelley, yeah. Heather, uh, Heather Monroe. Like, yes, Heather Monroe. Hundreds, yeah. hundreds of messages of love and support. And, uh, you know, I, you know, thank you so much, WAC, for doing what no other company would. Um, you know, uh, it, 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 it goes back to a, a, a message that Ricky Starks met, uh, posted right before, right before COVID hit, he, he had posted, we got to get, you know, we've really got to give it up to whack. These guys are bringing in nobodies, which he was talking about himself at the time. Uh, <laughs> you know, 
the the you know these people who are bringing in in people that nobody on their coast is knowing and giving them a platform to shine uh and and uh that is ultimately the we always talked about doing the you know the you know the pillars of whack and 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 the the main pillar was to showcase talent um whether that be local or or from afar and uh from the response that we've gotten and from messages that i've received personally and all that good stuff it we have done that uh in in spades uh this is exactly what we all set out to do um and there there's there's no there's no sadness there's there's no there's no um there's no uh uh you know second thoughts or 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 anything it is we did this we all love each other let's do one more show have it you know have it go out and and be as good as you know it's going to be a party that's 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 what the big thing is going to be it's you know the matches that you know the matches that we've announced uh likely will change uh, cause there, there, there will be a man. I really wanted to work this guy under the lights. All right, well, let's, let's see what, let's see what we can do. So it's just going to be a big, you know, a big party and all that good stuff. And, 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 uh, uh, it's people have asked, like, have you cried? Are you sad? Like, it's sad in a way that I'm not going to be, uh, involved with without a cause, but that's because it's not going to exist anymore. And I think that's the, I think that's like the, the end cap to it is that if, if, if it was going to end, I want to be there when it ends. I mean, I can understand it. I mean, you, if you build the house, you want to be the one to tear it down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. And with, with so many people who've, who've been through our doors uh, and everything, like I was talking to Chris Bay last night, uh, you know, we 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 have done so much for so for so many and uh one of the things that i always tell people who are who are um coming in from 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 out, from out of town and we you know and we take out you know we take them out for dinner or or lunch or breakfast after the show uh and get them to the hotel and they're like man no very few promoters will will do this level of like making sure that their talent is taken care of and i'm and and i've always said that if it takes an extra 30 or 40 bucks to make sure that everybody has a better time like i'm gonna do it period it was never about making money uh it was always about having fun and growing a community um and i think that we've done that i would definitely say so just based off of the the response from some fans as well specifically um lgbtq fans as well you know i saw you know whether it be you know uh auntie collins or or russell alex you know posting about how you know whack felt like a home whack felt like a self a safe space for for them within the the washington wrestling scene in a way and and i'm sure there are countless others that felt that way as well like how does how do messages like that uh land with you it's I, I am glad that we have been able to foster a show and a show space that people feel safe. Uh, we have, you know, knock, knock on wood, we, we've only had one 
instance, and it was at our first show that needed to have a conversation with the person. And then they were banned from shows. Uh, since then it has never happened, uh, and will likely not happen. Uh, but I, I, I would say going 30, 34, 35 shows without a, a massive issue is uh, pretty, pretty positive, uh, in, in terms of, uh, you know, problematic issues, uh, uh, that 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 would make us uh, feel less uh, less inviting or less um, less uh, 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 as a safe space. So those those messages are really um, really heartwarming and really touching. I've known Russell Alex, uh, well, one one of my longest friends on Twitter for probably thirteen years. So uh, knowing knowing that they felt uh, you know that they felt um, strongly about us and loved coming to our shows and felt, uh, like a family out here. That's, that's the biggest compliment that I could, uh, that I could even imagine. Mm. Um, real quick, you know, obviously the, the, the promotion is attached to, to, to Dragonplex, the school there. And there've been a number of, of people that have come through Dragonplex and, and found whack, as as a stage to kind of get their their first steps into the scene and um and really develop into people that are traveling now whether it be you know mm-hmm. to Oregon or Las Vegas or different places uh, around the the west coast like who who do you see as some of like the the people that have really come out of that system that have had a chance to shine with whack and and should have more chances like going forward in, in the region I think that the 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 names that come to mind are are uh you know Chris Brady you know he came to us already being trained a little bit uh coming from Vegas but uh you know we he put his nose to the grindstone and and really really came into his own uh and now he's pretty much everywhere in Washington which is nice uh and Oregon and 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 uh, heading down to Vegas I I believe um you know, you, you've got guys like Zeb, uh, who have been wrestling now for, you know, four or five, six years, uh, that they're doing real, real, real good. Um, you know, Zeb is not, you know, I don't know. I don't necessarily think that he, that he would consider himself a, a dragonplex guy. Uh, but he's trained there now for, you know, X amount of time. So, uh, but then, you know, you've got some of the young, you know, the, the, younger and less, less, uh, less known people like Madison, uh, or, uh, um, Mickey Mantoya, uh, or 20 tornado as, as, as he likes to be called, uh, <laughs> sometimes. Um, so there, there's a lot of really, really good students that are coming out of Dragonplex and for the time being, that's not going to change. I, I think that, um, you know, the school is going to hang around at least, uh, for the next little bit. Um, but that is, that is a Dave and Chris realm. I, I have, I have zero, I have zero pull or push in, in the school. I, I, I just know when, when people are making their debuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that that was a question that kind of surrounded this decision, but that, like you said, that, you know, it's run by Chris and Dave. That's, that's the decision for them to make here. Um, I don't know. Like, it's just, 
like I said before, like it, it took me by surprise, but, you know, after having conversations with you like off the air and, and now getting the chance to sit down and kind of talk more in depth about some of this stuff, it really does feel like, you know, just reaching the, that point of finality that all things do. Yeah. It all, all things, all <laughs> things come to an end. Right. And yeah. there's not like a, you know, there's been conversations with like Dave, Dave, Chris and I, like we're, we're going to give a, we're going to give a speech at the beginning of the show. I don't think it's going to be to the people. I think it's going to be to the crew. Um, but like, I'm sure there will be people who will want to talk or, you know, say their goodbyes or, you know, bang on the mat or, you know, all, all, all those typical things that, that happen when a show, uh, you know, rides off into the sunset. But I think, I think that the, the thing that is going to get me the most is, uh, you know, announcing the main event for the last time, seeing Kita come out as our champion, uh, busted belt and all. <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, you know, I, I've, I've cried, I've cried twice. Uh, I've cried twice in wrestling, uh, when in, in, in my time with whack and one was when I left, and one was when Chris Bay dropped the belt to Kita. Chris Bay looked at me and we, you know, he gave me a nod and he went into the ring and I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to lose it right in front of, you know, these 140, 150 fans. Uh, so who, who, who knows? And like, like I said, the matches that we've announced, uh, you know, there will, they will change probably. Um, I'm, I guarantee that there will be some changes. Uh, and I know that we have a couple of surprises, not anything, you know, massive or huge, but there, there are surprises, uh, and people from wax history are gonna, are gonna pop up and, and, and be able to give us the goodbye that they, that they so choose. Um, and I think that's probably the best, you know, the best way of going out. It's a big, it, it's going to be a big party. And, uh, you know, everyone's invited. Uh, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not a ploy to sell tickets. I don't, it's the money that, you know, the, the leftover money that, that we get is getting split up between us. And I will probably be taking, uh, them, th those two out for a nice dinner with, with that money. Cause we've all, we've all lost our, our money now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like I am a, I'm excited to see like what surprises you have there because like WAC does have a a nice list of people who have competed there before, especially like locally that haven't been there in a minute that you know would definitely spark something if you see them coming out of the curtain. Um and I don't know, like it's just I think I've 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 only started going to wax shows like in like whenever after the comeback you know like that was a company right. like there was a company that i was aware of and that i wanted to get to pre-pandemic but you know i just i never had the chance and then once i did get in that building like there's something special in that building that y'all built which is another reason why like i think uh i was so ready to to partner with you for for cascadia as well because i i knew what kind of uh, environment that building can can cultivate if you put the right pieces together in it and you know it like 
said before, it is it is a bummer to see it go, but I I'm ready for the party, personally. Like I'm ready to see what y'all have up your sleeve. So much so that I won't even try and pry uh, a match out of you and see what y'all have, might be cooking up now. Now that well, card well, is subject to change. <laughs> well, like the one thing that's been asked online is is are we gonna split up the contenders versus championships yeah. match? And that is something that that we are going to do. It will be you know Carl Randers and uh, Pitfall Jones in, in a singles match for the Stallions belt, uh, and then it will be Chris Brady and Keita in the main event uh, for the Without a Cause uh, Championship. And uh, you know, don't expect don't expect you know someone like Chris Bay to come out. That's just not going to happen. Well, you know, I mean, he's, he's still in Japan, Japan right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it'd be a hell of a trick though. Uh, <laughs> but uh you know those 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 types of things um you know there, there there was talks of why don't we take january february off and do a big blow off in march like the fi- the the finality right and i think that we came to the we came to the um conclusion that we're just going to delay the inevitable and i don't i don't want to keep it limping along right it it doesn't that doesn't feel good to me. Um, I, I think that uh, it, I think that ripping the bandaid off and getting it over with as, as much as it's going to be fun, I think it's going to be uh, a nice little bit of closure for, um, for, for, for some people, for sure. Well, once you are announcing that final main event and they have that, that final bell at the end of things and, and, you know, whack leaves, the, the neon behind um what do you feel like the what do you feel like or what would you want the legacy of whack to to be for for the people that you know showed y'all so much love and and attended all so many of your shows the the people that we have helped build uh the people who are now on on tv or have contracts or, uh, you know, that, that we became friends with, you know, Chris Bay is a friend, uh, you know, uh, uh, people like people like Nick Wayne, we, we gave that, you know, we gave that kid his, his, his first real, his first real go. Um, you know, things like, uh, 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 getting the strays over and them being, the the slew of matches that them and four minutes of heat had or midnight heat as they're called now um you know th- those were legendary the match between chris bay and hammerstone at year one is is literally talked about for ha- still talked about as one of the best matches that washington state has ever seen like that match continues to get youtube hits it's bananas uh, we, we have, you know, we, we surprised people with Jeff Cobb. <laughs> who, who does that? What, what level of promotion doesn't announce a, a talent, the level of Jeff Cobb. And we were like, no, 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 let's, let's keep it. Let, let's keep it wild. Right. Or, 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 or the return of Daniel Maccabe in, in, in September last year, uh, against the debuting Cabana man, Dan, you know the these things, the 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 surprises, the 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 shock and awe, the 
Chris Bay never said it was going to be for the title. So everybody fucking hated him. Right. Uh, <laughs> like those, those moments, the moments that the, the moments where you can look back and say, Oh yeah, we, we got them good. Uh, those are the moments that, that will make that, that will, that, that will continue on. But I think that the people, the people who have come through our doors will, will keep, will keep the whack banner flying, but I don't, I don't want anybody to get it mixed. You know, this is it. We, we are, we are done. Um, and that doesn't mean that I am done. Uh, there's some really cool stuff that I am going to be a part of, uh, coming up. And I, I am really, really excited about it. I don't, you know, I don't know where Chris and Dave is going to go or do. Um, but you know, I've seen them at least once a month now for the last four years and we talk every single day and that's not going to change those, those, those two are my brothers and I love them dearly. Um, but there, there, there's going to be some tears on, on, on Sunday. I, I, I bet it's, but it's not, it's not sad. It's, it's, uh, it's like, it's like the thing that, you know, that you're going to grieve, but like, you're fine with it. I think, I think that's kind of where the, where, where, where my, where my thought process is. No, I can understand it, you know? Um, and I'm happy to hear that, that, you know, you're going to be sticking around in some capacity in some way in the wrestling world too. Um, because, you know, you, you, Chris and, and Dave all like, I don't know, from an outside perspective, looking in all three of you still have something to contribute there, you know? And, and like you said, like, I don't, I don't know what, um, all, all three of y'all are going to end up doing post whack here, but, you know, Chris and Dave have been having their, their best year as a tag team down here in Oregon, I think this year at, at DOA. Yep. And like, you know, I think the, the team that, that we built with Cascadia with you, me and Millhouse was really great. Um, and I don't know, like, I'm just, ex I'm excited for, for all of you to kind of start something new in a way as well, yeah. as, as, as sad as it is that, that whack is ending, like sometimes you, you have to like end close one chapter to begin something completely new and, and grow from that as well. Yeah. I mean, and I've, you know, and, and, and I've done it, you know, I, I've done it once before I, I left, I left three, two, one to create without a cause. And that was, you know, that was my decision and I would not trade that for the world as much, as much love and, or sorry, as for, for, for as much money and tears and effort and late nights and hours and hours and hours and hours of logistics and worry and anxiety that without a cause has brought me it has given me back tenfold the community friendships love support um and i wouldn't i wouldn't trade it for 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 the world um and it's you know it's I thought it was going to hit harder yesterday, but I think like this morning when I, I woke up and I saw that, that people were still, you know, still reacting to, to the announcement. I think that was, I think that was like the bigger thing. I was like, Oh man, it, people, people loved us, which is, you know, real nice. Uh, but I, I, I would like to take, 
a second and and tell everybody to uh give people their flowers now yes um or companies or uh things matches uh uh think things that you love um especially in wrestling when things can can change in a heartbeat sorry in a heartbeat you know people get injured they fade away because they have to you know if if uh i i know uh, tons of wrestlers who need they'll never say it but they but they need that little pick me up oh man hey that match that you had a couple weeks ago like that was really really good and i really appreciated what you did what you two did you know did out there or Hey man, your you know your your entrance is sick right now. That's really really cool. Um, uh, you know, just just the little bit the little bit of upbeat uh, and the 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 teeny tiny compliments can make everybody's day. And I think if we're if if we do that a little bit more often, uh, I think that a lot of people will stick around a little bit longer uh, and and stick it out and and provide more to the craft that we all love. No, you're you're spot on, honestly. Like that stuff is invaluable and, and needs to be said more often. Um, I do also like I can't like we can kind of wind down here, but I I do well, I do have to say that I like that the fact that uh that whack is closing and all the emotion around it was able to suspend the uh the feud over pineapple on pizza between you and Ashton Star for at least <laughs> one day. For one day, but that day is over. Ashton Star, I'm co- I'm coming for you. I can't, I I can't, I can't believe it. The this this is this is nonsense. If if I get to the if I get to the venue on Sunday and somebody has ordered a pineapple pizza, I'm I might just cancel the show. Well, I mean, you better hope Ashton's not listening because he's he is petty enough. I I love Ashton. He's petty enough to do it. Uh, the, that is true. But then he but the, the he's going to ask me to pay for it. Well, that's true. <laughs> no, no, he, no, he's going to ask Matt Griffin from, uh, from, <laughs> from action wrestling to do it. Sponsor oh, the pizza order. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're just throwing out all kinds of bad ideas here. Uh, terrible ideas. <laughs> yes. No. Well, Max, I appreciate you coming on the show and kind of talking through uh, this, you know, big surprise announcement i'm gonna be in the building for the party because like this this is a can't miss thing um you said the show's not going to be on iwtv as previously planned correct it's not going to be on iwtv it might not even be filmed we're we're it it without cause started not being filmed and it would make sense for it to end not being filmed but there will be there will be enough cameras in the house that I'm sure that that moments that moments <laughs> w- w- will be caught for sure. Yeah, no, I have no doubt about that. I mean, who isn't going to try and document the, this final night uh, on their phone or I mean, soon I get some good pics. So, yep, that's true. Yeah. Well, Max, let everybody know where they can find you online and where they can uh, snack tickets to the series finale here. Yeah, uh, follow me everywhere at Max in the PNW. That is Max in the Pacific Northwest PNW. Um, I am on everywhere, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, you can add me on Facebook. I I accept all, all, all people. 
Um, and then wrestling. Uh, hey, if you want to come to the show on Sunday, you absolutely can uh, go to the Without a Cause WA. That is Without a Cause Washington, uh, Without a Cause WA on Twitter uh, or Instagram. Our links are there. Um, we are posting match match graphics and, and all that good stuff. But, you know, card subject to change. Uh, and uh, uh, it's going to be a hell of a show on Sunday. And, uh, you know, whether it's whether it's 70 people or, or 170 people, it's going to be it, it's going to be one of the biggest shows that we've ever done. I look forward to it. Thanks again, Max. Thank you. A big thank you to Max once again for taking the time to sit down and discuss um, you know, the end of a big part of, of his life, even though it was a, a short time span. Just four, four years sounds short and also um, exorbitant at the same time, depending on where you are, where your perspective is or where your level of interaction is with certain things, with certain things. But, um, you know, like I said before, uh, it's, it sucks that we're going to see whack go, but um, we're going to celebrate it on Sunday. <laughs> that is for damn sure. And I think that's the uh, the best place to leave this for for today. Um, if you're in the building up in Everett under the neon on Sunday, I'll be there. If you see me, say hi. I'm always up for for chatting a little bit, even if I am a little bit awkward socially. <laughs> so <laughs> fair warning. But beyond me, way beyond me, Sunday is Wax Day, and we're gonna send it out proper. For this show, though, we will see you next week. But until then, y'all stay messy, wash your hands, wear your mask, get vaccinated and boosted if at all possible. And always remember, without a cause. Bye. Give me to deal with the demon so a lover can live Where the moon is high and the devil is shot Stick It's the formula 666